Hello, folks. How good it is to have you with us for Red Barn Radio. I'm Bradford Becker. We continue in our 22nd season of Red Barn Radio, and we welcome you tonight to show number 844. The guys who make up Wilhelmina grew up with each other and started playing music for the fun of it, just tilling the soil to see what would grow. Sure enough, what they grew was a following. Wilhelmina released their first single, Deuteronomy, back in July 2023. Since then, they've released a five-song live acoustic EP, followed up with a couple of music videos. I was immediately taken with their low-key red dirt country sound and curious to know where it is that it came from. Well, we are about to find out. Welcome, Wilhelmina, to Red Barn Radio. WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. 
Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Wilhelmina is a band of brothers, uh, not blood brothers, but good buddies who come from an interesting part of the country, the Boot Hill of Missouri, an interesting swath of land on the Mississippi River and Ohio River is about three hours from Nashville, two from Paducah, and four hours from probably the Missouri town that many of us know best, Hannibal, Missouri, which is Mark Twain's home. The band is making their first album, and they are here in full force tonight to introduce you to their music. Tyler Lewis, Lane Gossett, Derek Goodman, and Ryan Swain are Wilhelmina, and they're here for the first time. Welcome to an evening of music and conversation with Wilhelmina. said you sound just like my daddy I swear you men are all the same down on Main
When did music become an outlet for you? Was that in your high school years? No, sir. No, sir. I've always enjoyed writing. It wasn't until I met these fools. My mom actually took me out, and me and my wife, and there was a guitar in a pawn store for like 80 bucks, and I still got it. I asked him, I was like, can you just teach me how to play? I just want to play at a campfire. I don't even care about, like, doing anything with it. I just want to learn how to play at a campfire. You asked Lane? Lane, yes. Yeah, yeah. right. He started teaching me, and then it evolved from that to, hey, why don't we write songs? We made some goofy ones, some that should never see the light of day. Not because they're bad, it's because they're, well, they're bad. But yeah, right. <laughs> Not because they're good. But there's, but... <laughs> there's, there's other reasons. <laughs> so we just kept going, and then Derek came along, and Ryan, he came back home, and we just kept rolling with it, and honestly, it's Austin came back, our manager, and he was like pushing us even more and more. That's the only reason we're here right now is because he pushes us so hard. Well, I quit cold turkey, like mine room Tim. An opponent that's worthy, not like this. He'll put up a fight like you've never seen But he'll try to fight dirty and I drink neat With a glass in my jaw, shows red in my face But until the last I ain't over, don't 
they're from Kennett. We all kind of lived in the Kennett, Missouri area. Kennett. Yes. Okay. And, um, Is that a hom- county or a city? It's a city. Gotcha. Hometown of Cheryl Crow, hometown of uh, David oh. Nell, Trent Tomlinson. A couple of good artists have come from Kennett. We got the Cheryl Crow pool. If you're coming to visit Kennett, definitely check it out. Check out Cosby's Bakery. If you're going through Hawkham, don't blink. You'll miss it. But you can go Strawberry Steakhouse and... It's a lot of uh, rural people that just like to, you know, hunt fish. A lot of men work in the steel mills. A lot of women are nurses. What grows in a place like that that's so swampy? Cotton, melon. Watermelons. I'm about to say he's the farmer boy, so he'd probably be able to tell you a little bit more about it. Oh, we all three spent, and Austin too, spent summers out there throwing watermelons all day. Cantaloupes, watermelons, soybeans, cotton, corn. Yeah, all of it. We shaved some years off our back out there. Yeah. Spending a few summers out there. Did you all grow up feeling like, okay, we got to get out of the heel and into the boot a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) You're about 10 miles from Arkansas, so you could head either direction, really. So what do you guys do there for fun other than throwing melons? People get into the rivers, and do people get into traveling to Arkansas? Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of our first songs we wrote were on a kayak on a little creek, if you call it a creek. Fishing and getting out, like he said, get on the kayak, getting on the boat and hanging out. A lot of hunting. That's what I'm into. I mean, everybody's kind of got their own thing between all of us. But What small. about other work that you, you guys do in that area yourselves? Like what kind of – do you have other jobs? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I work at uh, Route 66 Restoration. It's, uh, we deal with like PPG paint, automobile paint, and um, I'm out there mixing paint for vehicles every day. I work there, been working there for a year now. Hey, what about you, Lane? I work for a Caterpillar dealer in Arkansas. Sell machines, work on machines, rent machines. You do sales? or No, I work, I'm over their warehouse in the parts warehouse. Oh, wow. Yeah. What about you, Derek? I work for a behavioral health company. I work with primarily like um, elementary age students that have uh, mental and behavioral health problems. Did you go to school at the in a social work program? Yes, I went to school in um, Cape Girardeau. I did online, but um, I got my bachelor's in psychology. Is it your game plan to sort of advance that degree, or you're sort of happy doing what you're doing at this level right now? Yeah, I enjoy it. Um, I would like to go and get my master's at some point, but kind of taking a back seat to the music thing right now. Yeah, well, that's nice. That's nice. Ryan, tell us about uh, what, what it is that you do. I've been a barber for about five years now, but I own and operate my own barbershop.
maybe not quite as wild, but I pray that our child is the same. And I can't wait to know her, Miss Mom made over. The only girl I love the same way will have my last name. Did you first play that for Leah? The first time I played it, it was uh, at our wedding, the day before our wedding. How did you manage if that? If you think I'm nervous now, you should have seen me then. It was, <laughs> it was a whole nother ball game. What happened when you did that? So we did the night before. We had all of our family in there. It was a little small room where all the guys would get dressed the next day for the wedding. We played it for her. I was crying. He was crying. My dad was crying. <laughs> she was crying. It was just a mess. Uh, actually, the next night, because we played it that night. The next night, we played it at my actual ceremony and stuff like that. So when we did that, that was the first time we had even played for anybody else that's out, not in this room. <laughs> so, Aww. yeah, it was like 50 people, and uh, I remember it being even... I was more nervous the first time we played it, though, because it was just for her. Then the next night, in front of everybody, I was like, at this point, we've got it in the bag, dude. We're done. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Huh. No. 
Sometimes I wish that they still marked my hand And I'm losing hope in this bottle to keep things equal I'm unbalanced, don't you understand? Unbalanced is a neat tune. Where that came from for you, you you talked about a time in your life when you were just having trouble talking about your songs and communicating in general. In general. uh, Still this day, I am not a social butterfly at all. I get really anxious. And I think, to me, that song was more about how I was handling my anxiety a lot. Because I don't really like expressing my feelings. And I do it mostly through my songs. And even talking to you about this stuff right now is kind of difficult for me, but I think that that's getting it out there definitely helps now a lot more than what I was doing. And it's a lot more healthy than what I was doing at the time. So you were sort of self-medicating. Does that take, go back to yeah, the th- cold turkey tune? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would say definitely a dark spot with alcohol for sure. That's a battle in itself, but you know, I'm not trying to throw a pity party for me or nothing, you know, but no, that's, that's exactly right. where I was at. This sort of anxiety was something you carried into your adulthood you had as a young person. Do you, do you recall sort of experiencing that in school? As a young kid, I think I was very bashful, and I was definitely a mama's boy uh-huh. through and through. As I got older and got involved in sports and stuff, it kind of opened me up a little bit more once I got older and you're not with the same people you was always with, and it's not, you know, the people you're comfortable talking to other than your parents and stuff like that. You lose people, you know, down the road, and it, all that stuff will build up. And I think I wasn't handling it the right way and wasn't expressing it to other people like I should have. If I could tell anybody that's listening right now, talk to people. That's the biggest thing. Is find you a group of friends and talk to them. Name what you feel. Yeah.
this high school guy I, with no guitar who got into a writing I thing. didn't write songs I wrote poetry and it is the weirdest thing I was a big Duke basketball fan and for some reason whatever <laughs> reason JJ Reddick was writing poetry and I seen a, like a commercial about it and this is when he was at the height of his stuff at Duke and I was like I want to do that I'd write poetry and all throughout school and then then it turned to rap and I thought I was going to be a rapper and then <laughs> and then and I turned out I'm not that good at rapping. It just ended up becoming writing country music. And I love that, man. You got a, you, you got a uh, hoops player who got you into, uh, into writing I'm, poetry. I was at, I'll never forget it. I was at my granny's house. The Duke was playing, and that commercial came on, and I was like, well, that's cool. I want to write, too. <laughs> he yeah. was my favorite, so, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I woke up home, alarm clock rung, banging on my head like I always sung. Head for work and be 20 minutes late. I ain't in the mood for the boss man's tools. The truth is, I never really liked the dude. Biting my tongue ain't worth what he paid. It's one of those days where I speak my peace. Head below the belt and do as I please. Say a few things with a matter of fact. It's one of those days. I can never take back Just one of those days Well, the day was hard Stop at the barn Lock 20 on a scratch at a local shark Come to terms that ain't my day Well, the dude in the back Was covered with tats All the whole thing And he started talking smack Didn't know what was coming his way we're back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. Just one of those days where I might unload. Let the words out from deep in the soul. Let it all go and fade to the black. I can never take back Just one of those days Where I might unload Let a few things down deep in my soul Let it all go and fade to the flat Just one of those days One of those days Thank you Welcome back. 
This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. Brian, we left off with you talking about the barbershop, and I know about this barbershop of yours. It happens to be a place that hosts the practices that you yes, guys yeah, do. Yeah, we, uh, we practice in the back. I run the business just by myself. I'm the only barber there. Worked in Springfield for a long time, moved back, and then we started the, you know, the band up and everything, and then I had a big room in the back, and I was like, we might as well have the studio back here to practice. Oh, I love that. So, yeah. It's called Black Rock Barbershop in Kennett. That's where we practice. Pretty much we spend, you know, two, three, four nights a week up there, typically uh, after work, because we all work till five, just about. So after work, just jam until we get tired enough to go home. What are the sort of styling trends in Kennett right now? A lot of uh, just short all-around haircuts. So everybody wears hats, so it's easy. But I, I, I tend to not like to do those kind of haircuts. I like to get a little bit more into my craft, do like fades and stuff like a little, that. But a little feathering. And a little yeah. <laughs> which I, I like to do long hair, too. A lot of scissor work, that kind of thing. But a lot of farmer's haircuts and uh, police, military, that kind of thing. How did you get into that field? I think it's awesome uh, that you do yeah. that. So barbering, really, I didn't have any idea what I wanted to do. So me and our manager, Austin, worked on the road for a long time. A couple years after high school, it felt like a long time. On the road, uh, doing what? Uh, so we did everything from scaffolding to, like, he did a little bit of pipe fitting and stuff, fire okay. watching, just around, like, oil field, gas field, that type yep. of uh, stuff. I think we got laid off at one point, moved back, and then I was going to get my hair cut. I had to drive, like, an hour to get my hair cut because he was a really good barber. My friend Colton, he kind of talked to me. He was like, man, what are you going to do? You know, because I didn't have anything to do. He's like, you're off work and you just don't do anything. I'm like, yeah, I know. I got to really figure that out. He's like, you ever thought about being a barber? And I was like, that's a pretty good idea. Kind of told me where to move to for school and that kind of thing. So I moved up to Springfield with the school and got everything taken care of. Well, all right. Got money on my mind, but the bill's getting bigger. Don't spend my last time on a pocket full of sweets. Scratch a fantasy. I shot a brown liquor.
to get my head straight. Knock the weight of the world off my shoulder blades. Spend a little time trying to unwind. Get my mind out of letting all the blues fade. Pan on my to what's and Austin were together doing other things unrelated yeah. to music. Yeah, yeah, so we grew up together. We played in bands since we were like middle school, mainly like metal, rock, kind of Derek kind on of bass here, yeah. Yep. Derek on bass. He did yep. vocals and stuff for us too. His older brother used to play with us and actually Tyler, uh, the redhead guy, was playing with us for a little while too. Then they ended up getting together and just writing songs and stuff while I was moved away and then Derek kind of came in and played bass for him and then when I moved back we just kind of all got together. So are you the like founder of this? Uh, I would say Lane and Tyler are definitely the founder. I've known Tyler since we were in you know grade school and and that kind of thing and then Derek and Lane have known each other for that that same amount of time so it's just kind of all came together at the right time I'd say. Before you were sort of responsible adults were you irresponsible as a group and did you guys cause a lot of trouble? Only our fair share. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> guys at the police station in Kennett know all of your names and where you live? Uh, I don't know if it's that far. Pat's, his stepdad, is a, he works for the sheriff's office, so I think Pat keeps us in, in line pretty well. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw you walking On the dancing concrete It took a while to recognize man that I've seen Your hair was all shaved off And your smile missing teeth But your eyes were my friends I couldn't believe Where did
Think about the music that you guys put together. What would you say you draw upon most? I'll hear something that any one of them do, or I'll make up some of my own. And lyrically, if it makes me feel a certain way from the music itself, then I'll go with that. Whatever emotion that music is making me feel, I'll write like that. Now, as far as like when we started, I mean, we were... We were watching this show. We were watching this show. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, and, sitting on the couch yeah, watching this show. And, uh, Brent Cobbs, Thurgill, all those guys helped us, like when we started, just molded us. We would routinely sit on my couch and just watch those guys play. What were you seeing there and that was exciting for you? Something different at Something that time. Something different, yeah. It at was, that time. It was country music that was cool again. Like it was not radio country. It felt like that outlaw feeling that, you know, like I'm sure my parents had when they, like Hank and Waylon and all of them was around. It's, that's what it felt like to me, watching like Tyler and Sturgill and guys like that. Stapleton, uh, another guy that was, is just huge and um, molding what I want to make music like. To be, and I think that's what we all try to do is just try to make stuff that we think is cool. Like if we think it's cool, we're going to play it. Yeah, yeah.
far as the guitar goes, who well, are influences for you? Playing, uh, all our favorite bands were punk, pop, metal bands, and so I think for a long time I tried to play that way. And then I got out of playing, really, for a while. I pick it up once a month and maybe play for 10 minutes and hang it back up, and it really wasn't until he asked me to start showing him stuff that I started playing all the time again. And well, that's pretty cool. He, we would turn on Red Barn, and we were like, oh, okay, we're kind of enjoying country music right now. This is, this is really cool. And the songs we started writing just started sounding country, and then we bring Ryan and Derek on, and some of them get a little not country, so we don't know what to call it half the time, but yeah, we'd say that's the closest thing probably. And this is for you, Derek, the bassist. Who is Gumbo? <laughs> Pat over there, he's Tyler's stepdad. Yeah. We were playing at his house probably last year. I was playing My Name is Mud by Primus, big Les Claypool fan. And as I was playing it, Pat started calling me Mud. But then he was like, hold on, hold on, Mud's not sticky enough. You got to be gumbo. There's a song there. I like that. I like that. All right, good. All right, that's good. Daddy set the bar down low on the ground, and he handed me a shovel when I came round. Gave me my last name and a reputation. He said, boy, put down the ranch and pick up the ball. Get yourself to college and learn the law. And I fell short of his expectations. He said, this your favorite worst live hey, performance i won't say the venue we still need to play places we partied pretty hard the night before showed up was a little not feeling well and uh, a little cranky hadn't ate we're on stage a kid and his grandpa are like cat like sitting right beside us as we're playing kid throws up because he was choking like Kid throws up on the table, and then it gets on, like, our one of our guitar cases. The old man goes to, like, 
get up, smacks the ground. He hit hard, hit hard. The funny part was <laughs> when he hit, we're like in the middle of a song, so we jump up and we're like, hey, sir, are you okay? And he is like instantly thumbs up in us, freaked us out. And the rest of the night was ruined. We couldn't sing. No, we were, were done. How'd you come up with your band name? There's a uh, town um, right down the road from us where we always go kayaking, uh, fishing, and we, that's where we was writing a bunch of songs. It's called, and it's Wilhelmina. Oh, it's your happy place. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, and when we started, we the name was Wilhelmina Paddles because we were always kayaking. And I was like, man, let's take the paddles off. Let's be like Alabama or somebody like that. What's the <laughs> Wilhelmina? Tell me about this. What would be my favorite gas station? It is York's. It's called York's. York's. You said York's and something. York and something. Oh, York's and Campbell. York's and Campbell. Okay. Yeah, that's where I live at. You've got to have. These are essential. Good fried chicken. They've got the best fried chicken. Chicken on a stick, everything. They've got to have fish and tackle. They've got those. They've got to have uh, <laughs> cold beer, shots on tap. <laughs> ah. Yeah, they, they're, they're the greatest. And they're sweet people, too. You come across my mind, lady. I pick up the phone. You answer and say you've been waiting. Tired of being alone. The way we've been doing this lately, it feels so Long. This town too small to play those kind of 
Thank you, thank you. Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at weku.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio theme was written and performed by the Lucy Becker Band. More information is available on social media at Lucy Becker Music. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. And I'm Forrest Leffler. There are many people to thank for our program. First, Wilhelmina, our guest. We are ever grateful for our volunteers and staff who make our production happen each week. We want to thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on social media, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We are on the web at redbarnradio.com. Now, before we close out tonight's program, let's bring back Wilhelmina for one more number.
Well, then soak my drawers in gasoline. You can't say I was a liar. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style, the best music from the roots of the South, and sharing this music with the world. 